Companionship is what makes every journey enjoyable. Today, we continue our journey with Jesus. Join Scott Pauley as we make brief stops in the Gospel according to Mark. We trust you will enjoy the journey. We love it when God does something instantly. I mean, when just in a moment, everything is perfect and made complete. But so often, our Lord's work is progressive. It's not because He can't do it in an instant. It's because that many times we're not ready for it. There's a process that He's doing, that He's working in our life. Such a thing happens in Mark chapter 8. In the life of a blind man, it is a very unique story. As a matter of fact, it's only recorded in Mark's gospel record. And it is the only time in all of the gospel records where the Lord Jesus performs a miracle and it is done in phases. Listen to the story in Mark chapter 8 and verse 22. And he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand, and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes, and put his hands upon him, he asked him if he saw aught. And he looked up, and said, I see men as trees walking. After that, he put his hands again upon his eyes, and made him look up. And he was restored and saw every man clearly. And he sent him away to his house, saying, Neither go into the town, nor tell it to any in the town. Now there are many practical things suggested here. One is the beautiful compassion of Christ for a blind man. It's wonderful, isn't it? To see him take him by the hand and lead him out of town. Can you get it in your mind? Use a little sanctified imagination. Can you see Jesus and this poor blind man, just the two of them walking hand in hand? Oh, what a beautiful picture of the Lord Jesus Christ leading all of us to the light. What compassion Christ has had on blind sinners, those who have been blinded to the truth because of our sin. And so we also see His power. Uh, you'll remember in a recent study we talked about God's opening work. He opens ears and He opens mouths and He opens hearts. Well, now He opens eyes. And that's a beautiful truth, isn't it? Oh, how the Lord takes the scales away so that we can see. Imagine this man seeing clearly for the first time and when he sees, the first thing he sees is the Lord Jesus. That's tremendous, isn't it? William Tyndale was martyred for his faith in Christ and his conviction to get the Word of God to all people. And uh, at his death, he prayed a prayer. He prayed, Lord, open the King of England's eyes. What a prayer that was. Did you know that prayer was answered? And the authorized version of our Bible, authorized by King James, uh, that very translation of the Word of God into the English-speaking language was the answer to the prayer of William Tyndale. That's wonderful. And I want to say to you, you may be praying for God to open someone's spiritual eyes. Keep praying because Christ is able and the Lord is at work. But when He opens His eyes, you'll notice that at first... He only sees men, as he says, as trees walking. He doesn't see clearly. He sees in part. And then there's a second step where the Lord touches him again. And this time he is restored completely. And the Bible says he saw every man clearly. Now there's no explanation as to why this was done this way. I would say to you it was not because of any deficiency on Christ's part. Was there a deficiency in this man's faith, perhaps? Uh, was there 
something that the Lord was trying to demonstrate in this? We don't know all the answers to that. And I learned early on in studying Scripture not to be adamant about what Scripture is not plain on. However, as I meditated on this story and continued to read into Mark chapter 8, I noticed that there was a conversation immediately after this particular miracle. Listen to it. Mark chapter 8 verse 27, And Jesus went out and his disciples into the towns of Caesarea Philippi. And by the way, he asked his disciples, saying unto them, Whom do men say that I am? And they answered, John the Baptist. Some say, Elias, and others, one of the prophets. And he saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Peter answereth, and saith unto him, Thou art the Christ. And he charged them that they should tell no man. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests and scribes and be killed, and after three days rise again. Now, I think it's fascinating that the Holy Spirit connects this miracle and this conversation. The Lord healing this blind man, but doing it in a progressive way, and then having this very interaction with his own disciples. Because in the conversation, what do you find? You find a progression. He begins by saying, Who do others say that I am? And they answer. But then he gets personal and he says, But who do you say that I am? By the way, in the end, that's the only thing that matters. Not what everyone else thinks of Christ or believes about the Lord Jesus, but who do you say he is? Have you believed on him? You see, salvation must always be a personal thing. And then not only is there a progression in this question, then there's a progression in his teaching. Remember, he's taught them many things already about his kingdom and his work and his eternal purpose. But the Bible says in verse number 31 that he begins to teach them something they didn't fully understand yet. He begins to teach them about his suffering, his rejection, his death, and his resurrection. As a matter of fact, it was so brand new that in the following verses we'll study shortly, uh, Peter begins to say, Lord, it can't be that way. I mean, it blew their minds. They couldn't wrap their minds around what Jesus is teaching them. But notice the principle, because there's a spiritual principle here for all of us, and it is this. In our understanding, oftentimes, we've not yet arrived. Uh, in, in the work Christ is doing in us, we've not yet... Uh, seen all the completion of that. The Lord is working in us. And to praise God, He continues to work in us. You remember in one of the Lord's previous teachings in the same gospel record, He talks about the way corn grows. And He said, first there's seed, and then uh, there is the, the ear, and then there's the full harvest. Well, it's the same principle here. Uh, the Lord is working in us, and we can't see the end of it yet. But be sure of this, when the Lord is finished, like this blind man, you'll see clearly. And when he's finished with his earthly ministry, Peter, you may not understand it now, but in the end, you'll understand it. And you'll not only understand it, you'll praise God for it. I'm speaking to some people today who feel like you're still seeing people as trees walking. It's not clear yet. What is God up to? Or perhaps the Lord's trying to teach you something, and you want to say to Him, Lord, it can't be that way. Well, I want to say to you, you can trust Him. You can believe that the Christ who is so full of compassion and the God who is so powerful that He can touch you and make you whole, that that all-wise God who has a plan and is working it is going to complete it. In the words of the Apostle Paul, being confident of this very thing, that He who has begun a good work in you will perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. 
The Lord is up to something in your life, my friend, in your family, in your church, in your circumstance. And perhaps today it's not clear. Perhaps today you don't fully understand it. Perhaps today you don't even like it. Well, rest in this. God knows better than we do. And if you'll trust Him, if you'll keep following Him in the end, like this blind man, you'll see every man clearly. In the end, you'll understand. We'll understand it better by and by. Peter, be careful what you say at this juncture. Be careful how you respond to the Lord's work in your life. Just sit, listen, wait, trust, obey, and know that our Christ is not only the author of our faith, He's the finisher of our faith, and that He's going to finish the good work He's begun in every one of us. Thank you for traveling with us through God's Word. We would love to hear from you and share additional resources for enjoying the journey. Visit us online at scottpauley.org. May God bless you as you walk with Christ today.